Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we are kind of talking about like career fairs, mm-hmm. recruitment, exciting things going on, right? Right. We are, you know, medical first and we are fun people, but you know, there are workers that work here that <laughs> like are the power behind what we do, right? Well, and you know, part of giving direct access oh, to gosh. You're earlier our and earlier. <laughs> is, uh, you know, letting them see behind the curtain of mm-hmm. kind of how we run the practice and right. whatnot. And one of the big things we do is... Obviously, recruit great, talented PTs so we can grow. Right. And uh, one of the things that we do is obviously we host a lot of students on internships. Um, but we kind of thought about this topic because we're kind of kicking off our 22-23 career fair season yeah. coming up here. Yeah. So schools back in session, meaning colleges and pre-PT and PT school yeah. people and people looking for jobs eventually, right? That's right, yeah. So we have our first one mm-hmm. coming up this Friday. Um, our listeners have probably um, have learned that our one of our co-founders, Ken Rushi, has a little <laughs> bit of an affinity for right, Ohio U. Right, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so Loves it. The, Bobcats. Uh, yeah, so the Ohio U PT uh, career fair is mm-hmm. this Friday. So Ken will be up in Athens. and They might, you know, students might be at OU listening right now. That's I'm right. Like, oh, I need to go to the OU career fair and see them. Right, right. So... Um, it's pretty cool when we have a career fair because we get an opportunity. Um, usually, we kind of get an opportunity to specifically talk with the PT people uh, who are interested in physical therapy and typically our third or fourth year students who will be graduating probably in the near future. Um, we do several different career fairs. So yeah. Ohio U's coming up this Friday. Yeah, don't um, just represent one. We we, that's ha- right. we love all of them. That's right, we do. <laughs> um, we have a UC one coming up in December. Okay. Um, we do UK, that's typically in February. Okay. Uh, and then we do different things with Mount St. Joe, both career fairs and what they call mock interviews. Okay. So these are all ways that we're basically, uh, hopefully having an opportunity to meet these Perspective PTs because, right. you know, direct access uh, offers tremendous, tremendous opportunity for private practice, but private practice is different than other settings. Right. And so when we are doing these interviews and, and meeting folks, our goal is really to find the clinicians that want to be a part of what we're doing for yeah. long term. And we get to be the firsthand people, obviously, you and I and Ken and Pete and the people who are at these career fairs, you know, you guys are like head honchos getting to just talk (laughs) to these guys directly and like tell them what makes us stand out. Yeah. Yeah. And you can usually, you know, um, in, in a group, you know, there might be 25 PT students in a class. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there might be 10 that want to do outpatient. There might be, you know, three to five that want to do private practice. So they already know kind of on the top of their head, what niche they want to go into. Some do. You know, obviously we want to give information um, to folks and help them learn about what does make us different and what does set us apart. Um, You know, so some of those things we usually talk to them about are that we're PT owned and operated, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that makes a big difference. So, um, you know, outpatient therapy is a fun, exciting setting to work in, Mm -hmm. um, but it does vary depending on the different nuances of what outpatient is. There's 
corporate outpatient, hospital outpatient, and private practice. And I think us being private and independent um, and PT owned and operated allows us to really keep our focus on not only the patient, but to establish things that the clinicians get excited about and yeah. the clinicians like. And obviously you guys have been through it. You know exactly what they need, what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I graduated from Xavier with health services administration. So I know the business side, how to run a business, how to market, how mm-hmm. to do all those things for healthcare. But ask me any of your techniques and what you guys use, or even just some of the um, items that you use in the clinic. I have no idea. It's over right. my head. You tell me what you need. We'll get it. But like, do I relate to you as much as a PT would who owns the clinic? Right. No. Right. And I think that, um, you know, allowing us to see things from that perspective, um, you know, keeps us doing new cutting edge things like mm-hmm. our Oxford Direct Club is just an example right. of something that as therapists leading the company, we look at and go, wait a minute, wouldn't it be cool if you could just work with patients and you didn't have any of the bounds of insurance yes. and you could just do strings attached, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so think about, think about a post-op injury. Think about a patient that had, you know, something or whatever. And think about for six months, if you could see them unlimited and mm-hmm. do whatever you wanted just to get them better. Yeah. And so that was born then the direct club, you know, right. and so. Which I think we have an episode about. We do. We yeah. introduced the Oxford Direct Club for anybody listening who d- doesn't know what we're talking about mm-hmm. and what sets us apart from other physical therapy companies or hospital based is yeah. that we have a club. So why don't you go listen to that? Yeah. <laughs> And I think the fact also, um, you know, being that we're PT owned and operated, we put a lot of emphasis on development of mm-hmm. our PTs, you know, because a lot of other companies have other things. They have surgery and PT or MRI and PT yeah. or doctors and PT, or they have a PT department or whatever. Um, you know, again, to, to kind of tie Ken into it again, <laughs> uh, he uses the analogy of white milk. You know, white all we milk. sell is white milk. Okay. That's what we have to sell. We don't have... We don't have the cookies. We don't have the cakes. We don't have other things like that. We have physical therapy. Okay. That's what we specialize in. We think because that's all we do, it allows us to do it better than anyone out there. Um, but it also allows us to really put a lot of emphasis in development of our staff. And one of the cool things that um, we always like talking about at these career fairs or for any prospective PTs is how much development they're going to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they follow our continuing education program, which we set aside Um, Two to three times a year, we'll close the clinics and set aside a Friday and Saturday to bring in a high-quality speaker. We'll bring in a Maitland or Mulligan or orthotic speaker, something that's like chicken soup for the outpatient (laughs) therapist. (laughs) I like that. It's good for everyone to hear and learn. Do they still make those books? I don't know. I I guess they do. (laughs) Maybe they should. Maybe we should make a new one. Chicken soup for the the outpatient therapist. (laughs) Yeah. But um, if you attend the internal courses, Mm -hmm. then you earn a thousand dollars to use externally, um, and not like shopping, not shopping for <laughs> con ed, yes. shopping for con ed. So yes. if there was a certification you wanted to pursue or a special course or whatever, uh, you could yeah. use it for that. And on top of that, anyone that we hire that's not dry needle certified, we mm-hmm. do dry needle train them within three to six months of hire. Mm-hmm. It just a, a entails lining up a course for them. So yeah. um, for like a new grad, if they followed that course or even for an existing therapist, um, we have to do a certain amount of continuing education for licensure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're following along and they're doing their internal and their external con ed and they do their dry needling certification, they're going to be getting probably three to five times the amount of continuing education right. that a normal peer would get. Right. So if you fast forward that three to five years down the road, our therapists have 15 times the amount That's of education insane. of someone yeah. who's 
just been doing the minimum. Right. So. And it's fun because it's a group setting and like usually our whole company of PTs yeah. and clinicians um, are there mm-hmm. and it's provided. And I just think that that's like instead of being on your own and expected to go do it yourself and yeah. like finding the time and taking off work. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. And I think and they um, enjoy it. They love it. Right. I think having a community, um, you know, through establishing those relationships at the Con Ed courses mm-hmm. gives you people not only within your clinic, but people within the company that yeah. you can call and bounce ideas off yeah. of, or even socially, if people want to meet, hang out, whatever. But professionally, you know, it gives you kind of a bigger network. So you're not just, oh, these one or two PTs at my clinic. Mm-hmm. It's these PTs across the 14 clinics. Yeah. And they're all there as resources for you if you have a question or something you want to learn about or you want to talk to them about a niche that they do. I think all of our staff is extremely open to helping guide and mentor newer staff. Right. And what's really fun going back to career fairs, um, isn't it even if they're not a PT student yet, if they're just interested in thinking about like what they might want to do, these career fairs are super helpful and like they get to talk to you guys like this is for prospective possible students. Yes. Yeah. So um, it just depends on how the colleges run them. Some colleges run them open like they'll do a certain portion that okay. is maybe for undergrads or a certain portion that's for people that might be in like pre PT or interested in PT. Um, and some colleges then will have like a second half that are more the third or fourth year students, the okay. people that are at the end of PT school. Um, but yeah, there's you know, there's always opportunities for those people interested. And one of the things we do, and this is one of the things we've been excited to get back to since COVID is kind of tailing off or we're learning how to deal with COVID, <laughs> um, with COVID. is getting back to our, our volunteer and our observation. That's program. what I was going to get to. We actually can allow these students or pre-PT or anybody to like come and have hours in the clinic. Like yeah, exactly. On. Yeah. So um, we, we have several different pathways. Uh, people can do, you know, shorter stints where they just come in and observe for a time period. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do longer stints where they're like, hey, I'm coming this whole semester. Uh, and then we have paid positions where, you know, people that are uh, interested in going to PT school someday and may have like a gap year between college and PT school might want to say, you know what, I'd like to work in a PT clinic and see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And they can learn things on the administrative side. They can learn how to help the therapist with different treatments. Um, and it's a great way to, you Real know, life experience. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think when you get into PT school, it really gives you a head start on knowing some, you know, nuances But we have. And I'd have to look back. It's actually one of my side projects that I'm trying to do is look back at the percentage of students that we have who came and worked for us and then got accepted to PT school. Okay. Because I think we're like at 90%. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, We have several people right now in different local colleges that worked for us and they're now, you know, on track to becoming PTs. Um, And I don't know if it had a direct relationship, Mm -hmm. but I think it certainly didn't hurt them, you know, when it comes to trying to get accepted into PT school. Yeah. I mean, the experience and then going through, I think it, doesn't that make you feel really good that they want to come back? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's exciting. You know, it's it's just neat to see them grow. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that, as a company, we like to do is provide, um, you know, opportunities not only for the company to grow, but for individuals to grow. Yeah. So both professionally and, you know, that's why financially we try to share some of the benefits with our professional yeah. staff. So our PTs have a bonus program. You yeah. know, that's not... That's not out there everywhere. Our mm-hmm. PTs have two 
basically incentive programs, one that they receive monthly and one they receive quarterly. Um, and I'm really proud of that, that we yeah. can actually offer you know, financial benefit to people that are making a difference in the bottom line. Yeah, if you're working for it, you deserve it. Exactly. And I think when you're speaking of growth and everything, it's it means more to you because not only are you one of the, like the top notch guys here, but like you've been there, you've been there before, right? Yeah, you climb the ladder, you know, like the growth, you can see it in somebody else because you've experienced it, right? Along with you know the rest of the um, owners that have been PTs or we are PT owned and yeah. those guys, yeah. and they have full like support behind each one, each clinic. It's not just for the betterment. Well, it is for the betterment of the company, but it's not just for the betterment of just the company. It's behind their PTs, which I love. Yeah. So if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, I want to go to the next career fair, um, what would you say, since you're probably going to be at one of them, what would make the best PT? So, what would make a PT student the best option for Oxford Physical Therapy? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a good question. I think we get that question a lot. I think, number one, it's someone that has to be passionate about our mission. Okay. And anyone listening to the podcast knows that we want to promote direct access. We <laughs> I want, hope they know it by now. <laughs> right? Um, we think we should be primary care musculoskeletal providers, uh, meaning if someone has an injury and they're you know, feeling pain, we should be the ones taking a look at it first mm -hmm. and helping decide which direction to go. Um, I think that people that are passionate about that are people that are going to align well with us as a company. Mm -hmm. um, I always say that kind of easygoing people do well in our yeah. setting because in outpatient, um, there are curveballs that come yeah. your way throughout the day and you can't always predict, you know. Um, I love patients, but patients do bring, you know, stuff to the table. And mm -hmm. so they might come in one day and you have a plan in your head, but it's completely different from something that went on in their world. Or two people come in at the same time, or there's a stat person right. you have to see who had a you know injury. So I think you just have to be flexible. Roll with the punches. Yeah, and I think someone that you know kind of can can roll with that mm -hmm. um, does does really really well. And I think someone who doesn't really like micromanaging, you know, we're yeah. not a company that tends to micromanage. We give our therapist a lot of autonomy, um, which a lot of people really really love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of our definite benefits is. We're not there looking over people's shoulder, mm -hmm. you know. We give them the opportunity to have a lot of input on their own schedule, on how their day goes, on how their treatments go, and things like that. And so I think you have to enjoy that freedom. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do, I think people tend to flourish. Right. I think that's a huge, you know, differentiator between us and a lot of other companies out there. I think just from what I've heard around town <laughs> that maybe some people go in and they're just another number and they mm -hmm. have a certain set of tasks to do and then they leave. And yeah. that's not saying that you should take your job home with you every day, but at the same time, just you're, a, you're not, you're treating your patients as people and not just numbers. Right. And you're not just a number to the company either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, you know, I think we're right sized and the fact that we're small enough to where I can recall names and faces of everyone that works for us. Yeah. But we're not so small that it's like one clinic, right. you know, and, yeah. it, and it has potential high risk of failure or something like right. that. So I think that we're right sized in, in a sense to make people uh, still have a sense of who's working with them, who they're working for, who they're working on, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of patients. But um, I don't think they're, you know, so small that it's intimidating. Either. Right. So going back to career fairs, what yeah. would you say would you know, be eye-catching for a student? Like, what would you want to see on their resume or, like, how they carry themselves, like, super confident? 
Yeah, I mean, I think confident and professional, you know, I think it's interesting to me. Sometimes I'll meet with prospective students and they're looking down and say, I got into this because I'm a people person. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, really? And I'm like, really? <laughs> doesn't Look seem like back. it. <laughs> so I think people that have a personality, people yeah. that can talk with patients because it's a people profession, yeah, you know, truly, <laughs> I always encourage students to put their non-clinical, non-PT work experience on there. I love seeing oh. people that are uh, bartenders, servers, mm-hmm. um, people that were hostesses, yeah. you know, oh my gosh. because Huge. it's like, you know, if, if you were able to entertain those people exactly. and able to talk with those people, high stress, you know, that just the personality, yeah. I think the being able but to, you know, yeah, I think those are great service industry, yeah. you know, side jobs are uh-huh. a great experience for you to be a good practitioner. I think that's in practitioner. life. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have to have done that. <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I think it's really good. So seeing that I think is good. Um, and again, I think just seeing people that um, have done maybe some background or have some information about us as a company. Okay. You know, I love when, when folks come to an interview or a career fair and they say, I was on your website mm-hmm. or I heard this podcast or, right. you know, it shows interest on their part. You don't that, have to be like a huge fan or anything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you come in an Oxford shirt, that's better, but. Oh, <laughs> don't you kidding. think that's kind of weird? <laughs> you can't no, wear the but, band t-shirt to the concert. Yeah. I think just kind of having the, um, you know, wherewithal to understand, hey, I'm going to learn a little bit about who I right, might be right. wanting to spend some time working with, Yeah, you know. Not, you know, reciting our mission statement, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, like, mention Mission it. statement tattoo. That, that oh, works. no, no, no. We're getting too far. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a joke. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. So, I think that, you know, we reach a lot of, we reach a lot of listeners. And I think yeah. if there's listeners out there, you know, I think through our clinical corner, we have some, you know, current clinicians. We have some future clinicians. Um, you know, we may, we, you may be listening and, and know someone out there. Um, we'd love to talk to anyone yeah. and, you know, I think we're open to kind of having conversations with people that are like-minded and want to help move the ball forward. And who want to, you know, progress in their career because mm-hmm. we're right behind them, pushing them to do so. That's right. I love that. So if anyone's, you know, not convinced that we are the place to work for, then yeah. I don't know what is, but send this episode to, you know, a prospective student, a current PT student, or someone who just needs a new job, right? Yeah, <laughs> we have a really cool video, too, that we do send to some prospective hires that Allie can share in the uh, episode notes called Why Oxford. Yeah, and it kinda, why us? It has some cool things from people that have worked for us for decades, and it's really, really neat to yeah, watch. I kind of forgot about that. I'll yeah. link that below. Cool. Awesome. Well, it sounds like fun, Matt. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. And you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.